This is CliffCentral.com. Let's turn our attention to Anthea, who's got a look at the money for us. You know, we do this every now and then. We check in on what's going on with the cash, with the money, with who's got the investment, with which companies are winning, which companies are losing. And it's uh, pretty much what we like to do with Anthea. We don't uh, waste her time. She comes in here once a week, and that's what she gives us. Straightforward. And here she is this morning. I thought we'd give you a Spanish version of your song. She works hard for the money. Good morning, Anthea. How are you? And what do you have to tell us this morning? Um, on the JSC, I'm afraid it's not great news. The Uh-oh. market was down 1.7% last week. Listen, I'm just going to bl- blame Donald Trump again. I mean, okay. these trade wars, it's absolute, it's just getting silly now. Mark my words. This is not just self-harm for the US. This is global econ- economic stuff. This is bad. So he's added another 10% tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese goods. Everything from seafood, uh, fresh goods, TV components, badger hair for all those who shave. Uh, all those men who shave and use that brush yes, thing. Yes, a, a proper shaving brush. <laughs> I had to look up what they used it for, which is why I'm making such a point of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so what does this mean for us? The immediate impact was a weaker rand. Uh-huh. Um, so think about it this way. If he keeps imposing tariffs on imported goods, U.S. inflation is going to go up. When inflation goes up, the U.S. is going to raise interest rates. Higher interest rates, especially for emerging market economies that are so hugely indebted, means higher capital and interest repayments. Um, pressure on emerging markets, and yeah, that's that's where it's going. And of course, the the thing with being a developing or an emerging market is that actually, whether we like it or not, we are relatively heavily dependent on um, exporting. Right. That is our thing. And um, if people, if if Globally, the big global economies start using their own products, which, by the way, has already started happening in China. So China doesn't – sorry, let me finish one sentence at a time. So if, if that's going to happen, we'll have less exports. People will be buying less from us in the developed markets. So right. What I was going to say was that China has already started doing it. So they don't actually need to impose um, import tariffs the way Donald Trump's been doing it. You, you know, he's been quite vociferous about it. But mm. – all they do is they go, you know what? We won't buy U.S. goods or we won't buy European goods anymore. We'll just use Chinese goods. Right. And, then, and already that's a problem, right? So trade now comes to a halt. So, yeah. So that's, that's my theory on Donald Trump. So thank Trump. you very much, Donald Trump. Now we've got problems with our economy. Really appreciate that. What else? He's certainly <laughs> setting us up for it. Is, he, is it helping the American economy? No, because – They'll see inflation. So what the Americans don't get is the aluminium um, and all these other tariffs. They're now paying more for their goods. Yeah. They, they don't see that, of course. They just see it as, oh, we're buying America. You know, make America great again. Let's buy local. Uh-uh. <laughs> they don't have and, enough of. And can you weigh that up against the benefit to unemployment? You know, it creates jobs in America or not? They're already in full employment, so that's not their problem, right? Right. Um, I guess 
it, it's difficult to say. I mean, it, it, that'll be a big exercise. That's somebody's yeah, thesis. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that is a thesis. It's, I'm not, I'm just asking the question. I certainly don't expect everyone to have an answer already. But I don't know that, uh, that it makes as much sense. I don't like protectionism of any kind. I was kind. going to say exactly like, the same thing. You know, protectionism the, always the sounds freer, like- The freer the market, the better, right? You determine a price, I determine what I'm prepared to pay, and between us we negotiate somewhere in the middle. It always sounds like a good idea in the no. beginning. Let's protect jobs, let's protect our own people, but actually Mm-mm. that's not how it works. The less out. government involved in this kind of thing, the better. That includes you, Trump. Yeah, and then shall we move on to local company news? Yes. Um, it really was a week of unbundling. Uh, first of all, Tor, which is 55% owned by Stella Capital, put out a notice saying that they are making an offer to minority shareholders. They're doing a BEE deal yep. and they're delisting Tor. So Tor will no longer be trading on the stock market. It's up. It was up about 26% or something ridiculous hmm. at, on, at some stage when the announcement came out last week. Stella shares haven't really moved. They haven't decided or they haven't announced how much Stella is going to sell of Tor. Um, because, you know, Stella owns Tor. Tor right. So it, it, it really contributes to the value of, of Stella Capital. Um, and it's moved a little bit, but not much. So, I mean, there's a lot going on at Stella at the moment. You know, they're selling off, they're unbundling, delisting companies. I, I think they're just trying to consolidate operations, really, okay. which is good. I, I mean, it's probably not a bad thing. Sochasan? So, yep, that was the second unbundling, the, the leisure and gaming business. So the thing with, with Soho is you think of them as a gambling casino operator, but actually they have properties to the value of 23 billion rand. Sure. And what they're doing now is they're saying, well, hang on, because you analysts and investors are undervaluing our property assets. You're only looking at the gaming business and saying that's what the share is worth, which, by the way, is currently trading at about 21 rand. We're going to unbundle our property business and list it separately. Now, if you do that and you you, you kind of take into consideration the rental agreements, the yield at about 8.45%. Mm-hmm. Actually, what you come out with is an intrinsic value of about 27 rand. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, if you're buying tour today at 21 rand and they unbundle, you'll get some, they call them hospitality shares, which is the property business and some Soho shares. Not tour, you mean Soho. Sorry. You, you did mean, say tour. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Soho. Yeah. Um, some hospitality, some Soho shares, and together the value would be 27 rand. Okay, so they were right. People were undervaluing. It, it usually is the case with these, hmm. these, um, hmm. companies okay. or these kind of diversified holdings. Can we talk about this, uh, ABSA relaunching and the rebranding, which they're spending, it looks like millions on every billboard? There was one stupid billboard with their new logo on it saying, hello, Midrand. I thought, well, what, what does this mean? Like, is this helping you? Does this make me want to bank with you? Does this make me give a shit about your logo? Or is this the kind of middle of the road, watered down, boring non-message that you have to put up these days to not court controversy? Okay, so I so want to be Maria Ramos because, you know, in the divorce with Barclays, she got 765 million pounds to spend on rebranding and mm. re-imaging of ABSA <laughs> and technology. So 765 million pounds. No. Sterling. Well, she's spending it. Just That's on the rebranding. Did, so did you not answers see your question, Gary. the light That's drone show on Wednesday over Santon? Yeah, my friend did that. Oh, apparently it was spectacular, the first in Africa, blah, blah, blah. 
It was oh, amazing. Really? Yeah. yeah. I saw the video. Of it was it. a full on movie of just lights and drones. Yeah. So, That's did, where the money went. Like oh, your, your friend got paid hello. a pretty penny. Wow. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just very cool. Okay. Very good. So that's what's so happening. So now we know why they're spending the money. They have to. That's right. Okay. It, it pretty much I'll is that, you. actually. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the idea, the, the, the question everyone's asking, of course, is what's going to happen now? And I think ABSA, by the way, which is now no longer trading as Barclays on the JSE, it's trading as ABSA Group, ABG, mm-hmm. I think is the code. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking really to go big into Africa and to regain some of that retail and business banking um, that they've lost in the last couple of years. So good luck All to them. Right. And while we're talking about banks, should we talk about the fact that Nedbank on Friday opened a number of accounts for VBS depositors because Saab has secured the National Treasury to um, guarantee up to 100,000 rand for each VBS depositor so that they don't lose their money. And that money, it's about in total, I think, what was the number? It's a, uh, it was over 300 million rand. Jeez. By the way, that's taxpayers' money. Yeah, I don't understand this. So we're, what, the taxpayers are now guaranteeing VBS. That's right. The, well, uh, the depositors. So basically, they were retail depositors. You and me, we deposit our money at VBS. Yeah. VBS fall apart. They can't afford to repay you your deposit that you've got with them. Mm-hmm. Saab says to National Treasury, please, can you help out the man in the street? Yeah. And National Treasury says, sure, up to – it used to be 50000 Now it's 100000 rand each. Nedbank steps in and says, okay, we'll open accounts for those VBS depositors and they can now draw up to – they'll get credits in this Nedbank account and they can draw up to 100,000 rand. Sounds like everybody scores except the taxpayer. Well, the, the, yeah, the hmm. – so the one thing you don't want is your ordinary man in the street losing his money because he chose to deposit it at VBS, which is a bad bank basically. I think you should have to pay a price for po- depositing with a bad bank. I think there should be punishment for having – you should certainly feel some of the burn if you go to a rotten rubbish bank like that that was going to pay for Jacob Zuma's bond and was banking some Gupta stuff. I think you should be you should pay the price. I think it's difficult, Gareth, for the man in the street, the retail man in the street, to decide whether a bank is going to go under or well, not. I mean, the problem, you, you know, so the big question, of course, is should the Reserve Bank have been watching this more carefully? We always boast about how our banking sector is one of the best in the world, that it is well-regulated, it is sustainable, it is uh, dependable, all of these things, right? Yeah, yeah. We talk about that, but then VBS. Yeah, so definitely VBS, but then also African Bank. So which is it? Are we good or are we not? Northern Rock. So the thing with, we are very good. That I have no doubt about. South African banks and the banking system is some of the best in the world, but there will always be the odd case of fraud or negligence or, and that's what happened with VBS. It was fraud. It was another style of case where you couldn't see it coming. They lied. So can't we go after the people who ran? I think they will. I think they will. They they definitely are. That's where the money is. Absolutely. If people have been stolen from, it shouldn't be paid for by other people who didn't have anything to do with it. It should be paid for by the people who stole. So let me quickly just tell you why I think um, the Reserve Bank and National Treasury are guaranteeing depositors because 
actually, it may not be that there isn't any money left in VBS. It's that you don't want people to withdraw all their money at once. So that's what a run on the bank is, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the bank generally takes your money as a depositor and gives it to me as a borrower. Okay. And they, they, they stagger that so that if you want your money, hopefully somebody else has paying back their loan. But if all the deposits. In other words, the bank has to remain liquid. Yes. But, but to a point, right? They're not 100% liquid. So they don't have all the cash sitting in the bank vault all the time. Except if all the depositors go, I want all my money right now, they won't have enough cash. Okay. And that's, that's kind of part of what the Reserve Bank and National Treasury are doing. All right. And then just very quickly, offshore, we need to look at because Xiaomi, the uh, mobile smartphone maker, I should say, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of those, uh, they listed last week disastrous conditions. The share tumbled. I, I mean, so it was like touted to be the big Chinese listing. It was valued at 100 billion dollars right it's basically 50 billion dollars now mm. um, it was down six percent on listing it is the third largest listed maker of mobile devices so apple and samsung um yeah what can i say everyone was everyone's been talking about it it just didn't go that well it's funny because in china tech companies are suffering a bit while in the u.s tech companies seem to be flying i mean and sure. then yeah, and, and just to that point, actually, we're seeing a lot of downgrades in Tencent happening at the moment. So the first thing is Tencent are listing their music. They've said they're listing, te- listing Tencent music, their music business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've got second quarter results coming up, and it looks like it just is not going to be that good. There's a lot of talk about this something called PUBG, which is Player Unknown Battleground, which is a Tencent game. We're up to a 100 People play a knockout battle game. So it's, it's not that you have three lives and they get renewed like normal games. You have one life. There's a hundred of you around the world. Wow. That sounds cool. Last man standing is the winner. Yeah, it is cool, right? Yeah. Except they've delayed it and everyone's counting on that as being the big money maker. I, I think it is going to be a big money spinner because it's. Well, the truth is they're not making that money out of TV in NuzPass anymore. No. I mean, let's just talk about cable TV for a second. Yeah, let's do Because in, <laughs> so America, st- in yeah. America, they're facing all kinds of t- toughness as well there, right? Yeah, absolutely. So last year, half of Americans between the age of 22 and 45 watched zero hours of cable TV. That's no wow. cable TV at all last year. Damn it, Netflix. <laughs> so the question, of course, everybody's saying Netflix, that's definitely the way to go. Yes, you know. Um on, on top of that, uh, half of Americans between the age of 22 and 45, 7.5 million households cancelled their cable subscription in the last hmm. five years in America. Wow. So, yeah, cable TV definitely coming under pressure. The problem is that I don't know if Netflix is the answer. So the Netflix share price has done particularly well. But if you look at the six highest earning movies so far this year, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Incredibles 2, Deadpool 2, Jumanji 2, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Of those, Disney owns four of them. Now, imagine that Disney did their own streaming service, right? Yeah. And that they suddenly went, okay, well, let's say they release it in cinemas and a week or two later they release it on Disney streaming. And then after that... They take it off everywhere else. The only place you will ever be able to go and watch that, because Disney now owns it, is Disney streaming. Netflix can't do it. 
unless Netflix pay a fortune for Disney. So I think, unfortunately, Netflix may not be the winner here. I think Disney may. Wow, okay. Just because of content that they own. That's interesting. Mm. I, I think it's going to have to be, yeah, it's the battle of content. It is indeed. This is where it's going to take place. It's funny as well because the, the analysts are calling it cord cutting. You know, they're cutting the cord cable TV. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, very nice. Uh. So bad. <laughs> Sorry. All righty. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure. Always Thanks, good to guys. check in with you, Anthea. Have a good week. Yeah, I've missed Anthea's uh, money shot for the last two weeks. So it's good to have you back. This is CliffCentral.com.